This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Larissa Moore. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 4th of January. In your squeeze today, COVID-19 clusters continue into 2021. Concerns for an Australian activist in Tanzania, checking in on US politics and dealing with nomophobia. This is your squeeze today. And we're back, Claire, 2021. Where did that go? (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Yep, here we go. And look, we are starting with COVID news this morning, though I know we all wish this was something we could have left back in 2020. Coronavirus clusters have impacted a lot of Australians over the break with new restrictions and new rules for border crossings between states. Let's start with taking a look at the latest clusters. There's the Avalon cluster that spread to Victoria and the Barala cluster in New South Wales. Yeah, and it's Barala that really has officials in New South Wales quite concerned. There's tens of thousands of people who have been asked to isolate to limit the spread. That's because that cluster has started at a BWS bottle shop. It seems to have been transmitted fairly easily and concerns are that it could be spread even further to limit that. Of course, there's lots of eyes on making sure that they can lock that down as quickly as possible. And Victoria is concerned about their growing cluster. That's been linked to the Northern Beaches outbreak. Yeah, BlackRock in Melbourne has seen uh, 21 people become infected. There's 13 people who dined at a Thai restaurant in that suburb on the 21st of December. There's eight more people who are linked to them. Almost 600 people who are contacts of those cases are in quarantine at the moment. And officials yesterday said that they expect more positive tests this week. These outbreaks and clusters have had a big impact on those moving between states throughout the holidays, Claire. Yeah, looking at states and territories that are trying to limit the spread of those clusters from New South Wales and from Victoria that created very heavy traffic on the roads, particularly around New Year's Eve as Victoria locked down its border to New South Wales residents. Uh, Also looking at those who have been affected by long wait times to get tests. There's advice in Queensland and Victoria uh, for people to get tested if they've been in affected areas and that has led to big queues and lots of frustration. And ducking back to Greater Sydney for a moment, masks are now mandatory on public transport and in shops. There's more info in the Squiz Today email if you want to check specific restrictions and rules for your state. One thing to keep an eye on is the location of the fourth test match in cricket. India is reportedly not keen on the new tougher quarantine rules that wait them in Brisbane ahead of the test at the Gabba. Over to Tanzania now, and there are concerns for Australian-born activist Zara Kay. She campaigns for the rights of women who have denounced their Islamic faith. Reports say that she's been arrested and charged over a social media post criticising the Tanzanian government. Yeah, and there's also issues apparently that she's been using a mobile phone that's not registered in her name uh, and also that she didn't return her Tanzanian passport when she became an Australian citizen. Kay has been based in London in recent times and she has been visiting family with her partner uh, for the last few months and there's lots of concerns about what this means for her, particularly with her passport being confiscated by Tanzanian authorities, the Department of Foreign Affairs says that they're rendering her assistance. 
end to another Australian awaiting charges in another country. After years of legal wrangling, WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange will find out tonight if he is to be extradited from the UK to the US to face espionage charges. It's whether he can be at this stage. There's likely to be lots of challenges to this, no matter who loses, whether that's Assange or whether it's the US. There's lots more legal avenues in the UK to be heard and that's what's being expected. Uh, What might happen, though, certainly Assange supporters are hoping, is that perhaps Donald Trump, as he leaves the White House, might issue Assange some kind of pardon. They've got their fingers crossed for that. Uh, But also, if that fails, they're wondering whether Joe Biden's administration might take a more lenient view of the case. There's lots of balls in the air with this one still, but certainly what happens at 9 o'clock tonight Eastern Time is another landmark in this very long and unwieldy case. Yeah, it has been a long case. It was back in 2010 that those secret American military documents were published on the WikiLeaks platform. If getting across the whole WikiLeaks thing has always been on your to-do list, I'll put a link to that Squiz Shortcut podcast episode on that topic into your episode notes. Checking in on US politics and Thursday, January 6th is another milestone date on the way to confirming the next president. It's when a joint sitting of the Senate and House meet to count the electoral votes. It's usually pretty much a formality. But Team Trump has another last ditch challenge in the works, Claire. <laughs> they seem to be really pulling this out from all different angles. So many they? last ditches. Yeah, and a group of uh, Republican senators, there's about 12 of them, are uh, looking to delay that process in the Congress and call a 10-day delay so that an emergency audit of those voter fraud claims that are being levelled by Donald Trump's team can be investigated. They don't have the numbers to do that, but as you say, it's a a last-ditch attempt. Even more legal challenges have been shot down, but it seems to be heading towards that Joe Biden inauguration on the 20th of January where plans are well and truly in place. Also, another thing to put on your US political radar this week is the Georgia Senate runoff elections. The balance of power in the Senate still hasn't been decided since that November election and these two races in Georgia, uh, which will happen on Wednesday, our time, is something to look out for. Both Trump and Biden will campaign there in the next few days. Record numbers of votes have already been cast. So as you say, it's a big one to keep an eye on as well. We're only a few days into 2021, Claire. It's the time for resolutions. Spending less time scrolling on phones is often a big one. I know it's often one of mine. New research says that nearly all Australian smartphone users experience something called nomophobia which is the fear of being without their mobile phone. Yeah, and what researchers say is that it's understandable that we're fairly attached to our phones because they're such a part of our everyday lives. Um, Not mentioned really is talking on the phone. We don't seem to do a lot of that on our (laughs) smartphones. Who does that? (laughs) But when it comes to um, text and social media and podcasts and all sorts of things, it's very much part of our day-to-day. So we keep reaching for them. But an incredible number, 99 nine percent this research found had some issues about the attachment to their phone about half have a moderate attachment about 37 percent have mild symptoms but about 13 percent were considered to be severely affected they really couldn't put the phone down and of course the big issue with that is that experts say it can damage relationships with friends or family or lead to dangerous behaviors such as checking your phone while you're driving or crossing the road or just annoying behaviors like mine 
when you have to check it in the middle of things like the movies. (laughs) I think that's all for today. If you're back at work like us, commiserations. If you're still on holidays, lucky you. But while you're hanging out with family and friends, maybe get them to check out the Squiz as a way of staying on top of the news this year. If you are easing back into it, we've also popped up on the Squiz website, and I'll put this link in your episode notes, a quick rundown on 10 of the biggest stories that happened over the Christmas break. Things like Brexit getting done, National Anthem getting changed, a few big ones, Claire. There's a bit that did happen. So, yeah, we've (laughs) put that all in one convenient place for you. You'll be smashing the small talk and the smart talk in no time. I'll put that link in your episode notes. Have a good one and we will be back with you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.